Welcome to the Pugilist Podcast presented by Hack Daniels Media, hosted by Mark Hack Daniels and Robert Meyer. We're bringing you all the fight action you can imagine. Everything you see, we see, we're bringing you commentary. Whether it be UFC, 1FC, PFL, Bellator, doesn't matter. If they're fighting, we're watching, we're talking about it. Thanks for sticking with us. Enjoy our episodes. Bobby. Hello. It happened again, dude. What? Insanity like, at a UFC well, event? Well, I was like, <laughs> semi unimpressive card ish, like sneaky good, but wasn't really sure like how it was going to line up. And then fucking fireworks, bro. Jeez. It was a kick ass event. I thought I, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed myself uh, last Saturday. Dude, I don't know. All right, so I'm going to skip ahead just a touch, right? So they just announced Rodriguez Watterson as the main event for May 8th. Which was and supposed it, to be headlined by Sandhagen and Dillashaw. Right, who fell yeah. out. He, got, he had a real cut, but what I guess my point is, like, so this last card, Reyes-Prohashka, yep. turned out amazing. Mm-hmm. They damn near had a card fall apart, and then they, if you look at that card, which we'll break down later in the week, it's still amazing. Like, this is bananas, dude. The the Saturday's card, yeah, it's it's very good. I'm actually really surprised not to get too uh, sidetracked on on the Rodriguez and Watterson, but uh, I'm really surprised that that's the actual main event instead of. I mean, you've got like Neil Magny and Jeff Neal, which is a huge high profile welterweight fight. Yeah, so yeah, I thought you could have snuck Watterson underneath that personally, and it'd still be as valuable. Yeah, Uh, but I I think it works. It works either way. Yeah, I think so too. And you know, Michelle always comes to fight, and she puts on exciting fights. Yeah. And uh, let's be, well, let's be honest, man. If you throw fighters in the main event, you're looking to see you're looking to test them at the potential for five rounds, right? Yeah. I think I think top contenders have to prove they can go five rounds. So clearly, between the two, you know, I I like Michelle Watterson. I've seen her train in person. I've gone down to Jackson Wink. She seems awesome. She seems great in the gym. Uh, but sometimes when you know she's wishy washy a little bit, you know, she's dropped a couple fights here or there. Yep. Um, my opinion was maybe she would turn into a pseudo sort of journey woman, if you will, which mm-hmm. we don't really have a lot of, but she tends to keep herself in the mix. So yeah, we can get off that though. Um, I'm just saying like, it's, this is dude, it just, it happens every time. Like this is an incredible year for mixed martial arts. And it's, my wife is like, is there really more fights again this weekend? I'm <laughs> like, dude, it's nonstop. Dude. Yeah. We're getting piss pounded with MMA events. It's insane. It's absolutely I, insane. I fucking love it, dude. If it, dude, I, for one, we like combat sports, right? It's in the logo, but at the same time, like I don't care to watch anything else anymore. Like except sports. Like I'm, I don't watch the news anymore. I don't pay attention to any of that trash. Like, yeah, I like to see real athletes getting after it and, and, I get this like almost every day now. It's amazing. It's I'm a good time s- to be alive. Oh, dude. Right? Good time to be an MMA fan, bro. <laughs> so I'm kind of looking over my picks from what we talked about before, and I'm looking at these early prelims, but to be honest, like, I think every fight was good. The first fight I I caught was was the main event on the prelim card, the shit show that was Rana Marcos and uh, Luana Pinero. Yeah, not super happy about that. Dude, let's, it- let's get right to it. Up kicks. And any kind should be completely legal. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't I find so. anything like I don't find anything she did with that upkick wrong, like at all. I mean, aside from the fact that it's illegal, right? According to the rules. Okay, well, according to the current rules, but I think yeah. that shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, 
I mean, I don't even, I remember the upkicks used to be good to go. I don't remember one, or was it just because she was downish? Yeah, she was a down opponent. Yeah. Well, dude, so really, okay, then I guess the real thing is clarify the fucking down opponent rule because it, it, depending on what, they keep calling them the unified MMA rules, but depending on what state they're in, it could be a little different. Like, yeah, yeah. oh, it's unified MMA rules, but with the exception of the down opponent. Like, dude, no. You know, get but it he, going for everybody. Get it, Keep it the same. But I think no matter the rule set, even if you're like doing the unified rules or, or you're not like up kicks from a, you know, you can't, you can't up, up kick a, a down fighter in any, in any capacity and, and, you know, under any rule set. I'm not with that. Well, I, I mean, I you, you look at it. I, I mean, if you're to do it, if two fighters are in a cage and you've got somebody lying on their back and then you come, you want to come down with a fucking hammer fist and knock their head into the canvas. You can do that. No problem. Yeah. But if somebody's on their knees, like in your, in your, you know, you're getting, you're getting battered and the only thing you can do is kind of fight with your legs. So like, yeah, I think you should be able to throw a fucking up kick. Yeah. Even if they're right. on their knees. I mean, I'm with you. I mean, yeah, I just think it's like, you don't, you're so limited there, right? Yeah. Let them, let them yep. strike there, man. Yeah. You know, and then if you're the fighter that's about to get healed in the face, like, okay, you obviously don't have a dominant position at that point, like stand up and get out. Yeah, that's just me, yeah. man. I just think I think it should. I don't, you know, I don't. I'm not going to get into too much of the random. Marcos is like, you know, I've been in the fight game forever. I follow her on social media. She's a kind of an interesting follow. She's very weird, um, but she's she's claiming the girl played it off and like and it, and it dude, it looked a little wonky. Like okay, they carried, they carried her out and all this stuff. And well, and then if you look at the like after she got kicked in the face, right? Yeah, she seemed she seemed kind of stunned, but okay. And then all of a sudden, she kind of did this dramatic kind of fall yeah. back. You know, I mean, I'm yeah. not saying she she faked it, but I feel like um, we should be able to to talk about that. You know, like, do you think that? I mean, some fighters may just take advantage of that. And I yeah, mean, we well, talked I mean, about so, it with with Aljo and so Peter every Young. so every sport sort of has this weird. Listen, man, if you're using the rules to your advantage, you're playing fair, right? Yeah. It's just like, this is the equivalent of like the NBA flop almost. And the the only issue I have with it is we're starting to see it more. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, like I get it, dude. If if that upkick would have like, she would have been like slept on it. Things yeah. are a little, things are a little different, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But it wasn't even close. And if you look at the strike, like it, I feel, it was a strike, but I don't know that, it, you know, I wasn't in there. Wasn't, I'm not the referee. But it did, you know, from my vantage point, like watching the replays and stuff, it didn't look like a really heavy strike per se. So not like you'd see with like Gegard Musasi and Jacare when they fought in Dream, right? Gegard threw that yeah. fucking up kick and Jacare just like face planted right on top of him. So I, yeah. I just would have I would have thought, you know, a five minutes or whatever, clear your head kind of thing would have been totally appropriate there. Yeah, you know, and I, I was kind of confused. I was surprised she kind of got DQ'd because it was in the first round, and I thought like I mean, it was, you know, she threw the up kick. I guess, you know, it was intentional, but I don't know. I just felt like getting DQ'd. Maybe it should have been a no contest. Yeah. I th- well, yeah. Anything. I thought it was ridiculous. And then, you know, and we hadn't even talked about the eye pokes yet. You know, she got, she got poked up a oh, couple, ran. you know, she got stitches in her eye, like in her eyelid. I mean, she Branded. got cut good. Yeah. I mean, it was a I good cut in there, man. Right on top, you know, on that thin part of your eyelid. So, I mean, I don't know, dude. I just, I don't like it. You know, I wish. you know, it was interesting too. Is Luana was like whooping Ronda's, Randa, sorry, was was whooping her ass, like fucking hip tossing her and. Oh yeah, dude! I wanted head. to see that fight go, and, yeah, I, and a, you know, Luana was like kind of a touted prospect, and and now I don't, 
I don't know that I'll ever really feel the same way about her, you know, because you're going to always kind of go back to that. So I don't know, dude. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's just unfortunate when a what would have you know Randa would have hung in, I think for sure. She's yeah, she's she, tough chick, dude. Yeah, she's super tough, and it would have made for a great fight, and then it just wasn't. Yeah. Right. So. Oh fuck! Wait, I did watch that TJ Brown Kai Kamaka fight, which was which I thought was going to be fucking fight of the night, up until Yuri and uh, Dominic threw down. Yeah. No, they were they were throwing, bro. That was a really good fight. This uh. Okay. The Luma look boon me. She's from Thailand. Yeah, I just she's really kind of. The, she's the first like at, you know. So Michelle Waterson's half Thai or whatever, but she fights under the American flag. Um, this girl is the first like legit Thai girl to cross over from Thai boxing to MMA. She looked pretty good. Um, probably a lot. She needs some more training, but she looked pretty good, dude. Uh, what's that chick's kickboxing record? You know, I didn't look it up, but. I think she was a seven-time or nine-time world champion, they said. Yeah, she's got a lot of fucking like medals. The Asian Beach Games, she won gold in 2016. The IMFA World Muay Thai Championships, she's won gold, silver, and bronze in all yeah. those. So good for her. You know, it's, it, I, I don't feel like we see like a, a lot of like traditional like Muay Thai fighters. You know, you see obviously fighters incorporate Muay Thai into their, into their skill set, but like a strict like Muay Thai. Yeah, no. So, fighter. so the first the first one that was like really rooted in Muay Thai, at least, especially, you know, in the women's game was really Gina Carano. I mean, she went over to Bangkok and fought in, the, in their yeah. big stadium. I mean, she was a legit Thai boxer. So yeah, it's interesting that you don't see more of that, but I mean, I don't think they have much groundwork in Thailand, like at all, you know, <laughs> no, probably it's no. pure striking. So, I mean, I think Thai boxing is one of the purest, striking forms of martial arts probably around, you know, as probably, far as, yeah. as far as uh, the eight points of their body and weapons and the whole deal. I mean, so I, I, I am fucking fascinated by Thai boxing, like real Thai boxing. It's incredible. I think somebody online or I guess MMA fans collectively were kind of shitting all over the, the KB Bular, uh, Andreas, uh, Mitchell latest fight. Apparently, this uh, KB Buller just like didn't do anything; just threw like leg kicks the entire fight and looked very timid. Did you see that one? Yeah, I did. I did see it, and you're right. I don't recall it being like anything exciting. <laughs> no. No. The guy looks tough as shit, but yeah, no, he really he didn't put on a very solid performance, bro. Huh? That's too bad. I would say that was probably the worst fight of the whole card. Yeah, I think that's what people were pretty much saying. Yeah, I was kind of surprised to see Luke Sanders lose too. Well, let me see his face so I can remember. Who was Luke? A, yeah, that was an early prelim. Yeah, that, that was the first fight on the card. Okay, I'm. I don't think I missed that one. Yeah, I may have missed that one. It was a unanimous decision. Uh, yeah. Felipe Caleras was the underdog. Yeah, I don't. I'm not getting much recall on that one. Huh? I might have missed it. Maybe I had high hopes for him, especially after he knocked out Henry Morrow. Yeah. Weird that he was. If he's got a KO over Barrow and he's down on the bottom of the card, that's kind of odd. Well, no that that first spot on the on the fight that's all that wasn't that isn't that called like the pimp spot? Isn't that like a highly touted thing to be like the first fight to kick off the entire event? I'm sure like in the MMA world as fighters, some 
people enjoy that spot. Yeah. Because you get a lot of young, hungry kids that are still willing to fucking bang, man. Yeah. You know, you got to set the tone for the night. A lot of them probably like that. Yeah. I, I, dude, I, if I was a fighter, I couldn't imagine being in the back, like trying to warm up and like trying to time it all right. You know, fuck that. Get right out of the gate and go. You imagine like the nerves just like it's gotta be being insane. like the main event. Yeah, it's got to be dude, fucking I get, insane. I get, in, I get ridiculously fired up when someone talks shit on my phone. <laughs> I could imagine if I was going to go lock myself in a cage and scrap, you know, I used to, Who I talk? could barely control myself when I used to play football. You get into fucking online, uh, online spats with people. I try not to, but I tried to Sometimes. stop, but it happened yeah. again today. Yeah. It actually just happened again today. What was that on Facebook? No, it was on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> and it was like my world, right? Like my sort of anti-terrorism police-ish kind of world. And oh yeah, you know, I'm like, yeah, right, dude, you're really going to do this with me. Like you, you have a career in payroll, you know, like <laughs> you want to talk about BLM and Antifa and right-wing militias and all this stuff. Like, let's go. That was stupid. You, I mean, that's not, that's not water. You want to tread in with me, you know, that's all. I just, yeah, I was I just all fired pissed. up. I'm shaking and shit. I was pissed. Yeah. I bet you fucking were. <laughs> fucking people are psycho. stupid. They're just, people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All I do is post on fucking, you know, if I post something on Twitter, it's just like, hey, I just finished this book. Like, yeah, but you got yourself locked out of Twitter for talking shit. What are you talking about? I did. Yeah, I did. This is, this is a new me, though. <laughs> <laughs> My 12 hour Twitter ban. I'm a changed man. Oh, boy. Sure. You did your time. I did my time. What, yeah. what did you say? You're going to die if you fight somebody? Yeah, I basically, yeah, I said, I said to Jake Paul, I said, if you fought DC, you die and you die fast. That's right. That's, that's it. That's totally true. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I stand behind that. Yeah. Well, going to the main card, um, I'm assuming you watched all that, right? Yeah. I thought Stamen would uh, come out better against Marab. He was just, he was like just one, one step behind the entire time. Like everything yeah. he could do, Marab could do a little bit better, you know? Dude, there was one time where he just completely whiffed him. Like it was yeah. bad. Like he's, he just loaded up and just telegraphed a shot like a punch. And Marab saw it coming like a mile away. It was, it was bad. Like it was, yeah. you know, when he goes back and watches the tape, like that's going to be a hand on face, LOL kind of moment, you know? Like, uh, oops. I, I, I used to be worried about um, Cody's conditioning, but uh, I thought he he managed his energy well. No, no, they both they both looked fight. good, and it, and it was a it was a fast paced fight. Yeah, it was definitely. I mean, two great bantamweights, man. I mean, yeah, those guys bang, dude. That bantamweight Rob's, division for the men, I think, is kind of the sweet spot. When you get lower than that, you won't see much uh, knockout type activity. You know, those guys are so damn fast, and they just don't hit as hard. But well, Rob's one of your of uh, one of your Georgian boys. You like? Yeah, dude, and I love him, and I picked him. Hmm. Did you? Yeah, I, th- I think I, I probably went with Cody. I think you did. Yeah, uh, Strickland and Jocko, another good fight. Yeah, um, you weren't you weren't a big fan. No, I liked it. It was a good fight. They're good middleweights. It, it wasn't like super impressive. Strickland. Um, like his fighting style is, I mean, I guess in this particular fight, it was, it was very strange because he kind of had his hands down super low. It kind of reminded me of Koji Uishi. You remember him? He fought Nick Diaz at UFC 53 and he was trying to block yeah. Nick Diaz's punches with his fists, but, but yeah. he kept his hands down really, really low. Right. And Strickland was like that too. I don't know if he was anticipating a shot or whatever, but he, he was like, there was no emotion the entire time. It was just Strickland pushing forward the entire time. 
just throwing punches, throwing, you know, throwing some kicks here and there and just kind of walking Kristoff down and, you know, landed, you know, a lot of good shots and kind of and beat Kristoff up. Um, yeah. But it was, it was a dominant performance, but it was just kind of strange just watching him kind of move, kind of, I don't know, looked like a Terminator. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Jocko, I thought he, he seemed a little like I remembered him being a little more aggressive, I think, but it seemed like Strickland kind of kept him from doing, like you said, he was walking him down almost the whole fight. Yeah. It wasn't really, I think I just threw him off. He just couldn't, you know, dude. I I mean, I think when guys come out and take the center of the the cage like that, it can, it can mess with dudes. Like it can throw them right off. Oh yeah. 100%. Where the hell this card was in Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah so they're at the apex, so they were in that smaller octagon too. So that I mean, it's possible. Yeah, you know that that had something to do with it. And dude, I actually saw some replay footage, and like now that I've seen so many fights at the apex, and you see the smaller octagon, and then they started showing some highlights of some of the bigger ones. Like it's it's obviously smaller. Oh yeah, that other cage is huge compared to what they're fighting. Yeah. Like I I didn't think it'd be that big a deal. But it's it's obviously massive. That's where fucking Stipe and Ngannou had the rematch, right? Yeah, it was in a smaller octagon, and I and and I even said I thought that was advantage Ngannou. Yeah, I thought he'd be able to. You know, Stipe when they first fought, when they fought that first, you know, Stipe's got power when he backs up. So when he moves around a bigger octagon, it's more favorable to him for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. he knocked he knocked Overeem out on his back feet. No, know? he knocked or Verdum, uh, out. Verdum yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. Think about how demoralized and it's like if you're Christoph Jocko and you're, you know, you're throwing everything you can at a guy who's just like looking at you with like these dead fucking eyes, dead stare, like no emotion in his face. He's just like walking you down. It's got to be would, pretty demoralizing, right? That would suck. Yeah. And they were, they're middleweights. These guys hit hard. Yes. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that would be awful. And like Jocko I, threw a lot of good punches. Like Sean Strickland's face was, you know, he you know, had some damage it, on it. It's after not like Jocko. It's not like Jocko wasn't in that fight. He was in that yeah. fight. I mean, yeah. I mean, I had I, I had Strickland winning. Yeah, but yeah, was, I, I mean, that was it was too. a it was a good fight. Sean Strickland's an interesting middleweight. I, I think that um, he's kind of a sleeper in the division, slowly working his way up. You know, I I, I think he could be. Um, I think he could be something special. Yeah. Really do. And no, he's pretty he, young too. Yeah, no, he, I mean, he definitely, he's 30. <laughs> he looked good enough, you know, for sure. Yeah. You know, he's going to, he'll probably want to get, he's going to need to keep rising and get tested. Right. So he, he's 15. So he's got, he's got a long way to go. Yep. Yeah. But, or at least now, well, he's got a number by his name now. He may not have before, but yeah, I mean, and the middleweight division is sort of in this weird place right now, too, right? So he could get on a run. Yeah, I mean, he's already on a four-five fucking skid. Like his next fight, he's going to get, you know, a, a known middleweight. Uh, Probably just top ten or just outside it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't even. Keeps, I don't. I don't look at the numbers quite like that. So I don't even know if a name comes to mind, and I don't. I don't recall him calling anybody out. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I might have stepped out for his post fight. Dude, this. What about this Kutalaba Jacoby thing? Did you see their weigh in and shit? Like, yeah, man, I'm surprised that, uh, like, you know, a week before Jeremy Stevens pushes Drakkar clothes and fucking concusses him or whatever, breaks his neck, and uh, you know, then 
Kudalaba pulls some similar bullshit. And it's like, knock it the fuck off. Yeah, it's a little weird. I wouldn't jeopardize my paycheck, you know, like at all. It's kind of, I just wouldn't even do it. I don't know. That guy's a fucking hothead, though. Yeah, it seems like it. And like, I don't, and I don't even know, like, why they did that. Like, I don't think there was, like, any kind of reason. I don't know yeah, if he's, I didn't what? hear him mention like any back and forth like on social media or anything. You know, like, he's a, he's always extremely intense leading. Up. Yeah, I think he's one of those guys who who takes you know when a guy signs to fight him, like he takes it personally. Yeah, and it, it just fuels you know. Some guys I think probably have to do that, right? Sure. Like, yeah. I mean, and more power to him, man. Uh, do you agree with the split decision draw thing? Uh, I thought that. Um, I mean, the the first round, Jacoby got his fucking ass whooped, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was, that fight probably could have been stopped. Well, I think Kutalaba definitely gassed. Like, the pace obviously slowed. Yeah. So, uh, I, I don't know if that first round went probably 10-8 then, right? To come up with some kind of split decision draw thing, I would think. Well, yeah, if, if they gave Jacoby, a, a, you know, if it was a 10-8 in favor of Kutalaba in the first round, and then Jacoby, I'm assuming they gave him the last two. Yeah. Then like a, that's how that would work out, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I think, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised that it happened. Um, did they run that one back? You think with no, sort of the drama not. or do they wait? No. I don't, I, I don't think there's any, any need to make a rematch. Yeah, I doubt many. Those two. I don't, I doubt many. I mean, I think it's, it'll probably happen again down the road at some point, but I don't think there's really any draw there. And if, yeah, no, not right. Not right now. If Kutalaba right is going to act like a jackass, like, you know, I don't know. man. Yeah. I just don't yeah. see the, the demand yeah, so for, this, for it. So for me and my picks, this would have been a push because it was a draw, so I wouldn't have got. Something happened with the, you know, I do the ESPN pickums. Something happened yeah. with it this week. It, like, failed me. Oh, really? Yeah, I was pissed. Super pissed, like, actually. Like your picks didn't get submitted? Yeah. Oh. So, Billy, I, we're gonna, I'm going to have to invite you to it. Billy made us a Hack Daniels Media crew, like pickums. Oh, yeah. And hey, if you're anyone listening to this podcast, like we'll s- drop us an email, we'll we'll send it to you. What's our email again? Pug- pugilist MMA podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, so we'll send you like a link to it. I'll figure out how to do that, and we can have like a big pick'em's league each yeah, man. week for the UFC fights. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? And then the winner gets a you know a sticker, a Starbucks gift card, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> or just they could just say like, hey, these idiots do a podcast, and I beat them in pick'em's. That'd be fun yeah. too. Yeah. Okay, and then we bring that then we bring them on on the yeah. show. Yeah, for sure. And and we just let them fucking shit talk us and how bad that's, we are at fucking picking fights. That's fine. Yeah. I bet if we went back and listened to every episode and told it, we'd be like split 50-50. Like I'm a I'm a five hundred picker. I have some yeah. bad days and then I have some really good days, but see yeah. bro. Speaking know. of picks, dude, I shouldn't have I better dude, you like talk I love Cub Swanson and you totally like sort of talked me into not picking Giga, man. Yeah, I, I did you dirty. <laughs> I did not fucking expect that to happen. Dude, Lori and I, so my wife, Lori, we were watching it, and she's like, oh, my God, he just, like, fell. I'm like, yo. What? When you get yeah. hit in the liver like that, your body doesn't want to function. But it is kind of weird, though, because, like, Cub, like, after a minute or two, like, recovered. Like, he looked fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things, dude, like, in that moment, you can't function and you can't really defend yourself. Yeah. Right. But you're going to, you can come back from it, 
you know, but we're, you know, I was telling her, it was like boss root and crow cop, like all these different guys were known for just blasting the, the body. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm, you know, guys throw body kicks, but I'm surprised people don't try to throw more, you know, Mickey Ward used to go left to the body hard in boxing, like Arturo Gotti, you know, he, he dropped Arturo yeah. Gotti, I think three or four times in a fight once right to the liver. Right. So dude, nasty body kick though. Yeah, it was fucking brutal, man. It just shut him down super, super quick. Uh, I just, yeah, I did not expect Cub to, to go down like that. I love Cub Swanson. And I don't think losing to Giga, like, really, you know, pushes him, up, pushes him like, out of it, you know? Um, and it's a big win for Giga, I think. He yeah, called out, dude, he fucking, he called out Max Holloway. <laughs> He's like, let's do yeah. it. That was the biggest fucking win on, on, Giga's record for sure. Yeah, he dude, he he looks better and better every single time. And again, he's I told you, like he's one of my favorite Georgian fighters, and his kickboxing is so clean. I thought I definitely thought Cub would be able to stand and bang with him a little bit more than that. Yeah, I did but too. I, mean, I thought it was I, I thought Cub was going to make it a very dirty, grueling, yeah, just all out fucking brawl. And I thought he was you know going to win a decision or uh or stop him late in the fight but man i was i was shocked as shit when uh when cub dropped pretty bummed yeah. out yeah no i i mean i had him picked but i like both these fighters it was a hard pick for me so man uh, yeah that good was Giga, uh, though. good for him yeah he called out max holloway but then i saw um he's willing to fight somebody else i forget exactly who it was but it was an intriguing fight I don't know if it was like Yair Rodriguez or something I saw. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That'd be a fun fight. Fuck yeah, that would. That'd be a great fight. You know, I think if Giga went in there and cleaned house on Yair, like it would definitely give him a pretty good foothold to start looking for bigger fights. I thought the Holloway callout was a little strange. Um, Maybe not quite yet, but we'll see. You know, Joe Rogan was like, you know, or whoever interviewed, I can't remember who it was, if it was Joe or somebody else, but he was like, yeah, you got to call your, Paul you gotta, that's who it was. You got to shoot your shot. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, I think the year, yeah, your fight, you know, where both of them are in their respective careers. I just think it's, it's probably a perfect fight to make for both guys right now. It makes way more sense than trying to match him up with Holloway. Yeah. I mean, Holloway's right. You know, Holloway's at the, he's at, he's at the pinnacle, right? Yeah. I you mean, don't need yeah, it. Not, I mean, Holloway, Holloway doesn't need to take that fight. Like, no, you know, Holloway's sitting there uh, running circles around fucking guys like Kelvin Cater and, you know, working yeah. his way back towards the title shot. Right. Um, Giga's got a little bit of work to do, but um, I'm not going to lie. Like if that fight were to be made, Giga and, and Max, I'd I'd be eager to watch. Yeah. But that's one I definitely think Max right now wins uh, soundly. Oh, over Giga? Yeah. Yeah, I would say I would think so. Yeah. 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 Like I said, Giga's looking better and better, but nobody nobody throws the volume that Holloway throws. And Giga, I don't think we've you know, that would likely go a long time. And we've never seen Giga I don't think I don't I mean, I think he's had a decision or two in the UFC, right? Yeah, his first uh, four fights actually I think went to a decision. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he's starting to hit that point where he's gonna be able to Start putting some dudes away. Yeah, I mean, you know, he stopped Cub in a minute, and then uh, the fight before that, he stopped the guy in the first round too, late in the first round, but knocked him out with uh, like a head kick, and some follow up yeah. shots. Hmm. Yeah, dude looks fucking good. Yeah, no, for sure. 
Super good. All right, man. He's still not verified on Twitter, though. Maybe he. It's because he's from Georgia, bro. It doesn't matter, man. He's a fucking professional athlete. Get that man verified, Twitter, you fucks. I don't even. I mean, I don't. Who knows how you even do that? I think you have to request it. He's probably like, fuck all that. Maybe Uh you know. Well, he's 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 trying to build a foundation to fight back against cancer. I want to read into it a little bit more, like more of the story. But yeah, um, he's gonna need to get himself verified if he wants to keep pushing foundations and shit you know it's a good cause to get behind right yeah for sure i, I feel like they mentioned like his mother maybe or something dude before um, that fight he had like two thousand followers and now he's he's up to almost eight well, you go sm- you go smash a dude out like cub man you're gonna obviously some folks are gonna pay attention stopping cub swanson with strikes is a is a pretty serious notch in your belt you know yeah. on, your, on your mma resume so cubs cub, clout. to my knowledge cub is one of the more durable fighters out there i think yeah, I mean, he's been finished before, but, you know, not too, you know, like he's only been finished by really like the best of the best. You yeah, know? It's, yeah, and Giga's good, but not, you know, you can't rank him in the best of the best, that's for sure. I mean, his, you know, I'm sure he's got a pretty healthy kickboxing pedigree, but I don't know, man. Talk to me about Reyes Prohashka. Oh, my God. So before this fight, I like sent out a tweet and I was like, you know, please let this fight end early so I can go play video games. And uh, Yuri answered my prayer and, you know, <laughs> put on a fucking put on. I mean, I, I, you almost can't even put into words like what you saw. Like it was just, uh, I mean, it, overall it was, it was a, it was an amazing back and forth fight. Right. I mean, they're both throwing shots, eating shots. Um, they're covered in fucking blood. They're scrambles. I mean, it had everything you wanted. Like Yuri has such a weird fucking style. Like he is just, mm-hmm. uh, he's an absolute madman in there. Like, dude, he's a character, bro. So I watched yeah. a little bit of his post fight, <coughs> post fight press conference. And they're like, uh, is this your greatest knockout? And he took a minute and he's like, no, <laughs> they're like, well, what is, you know? And he said, no, it's not my best knockout because I wasn't completely dominant. Like Reyes hit me with some stuff and I got hit and I wasn't, I wasn't in complete control. Like that's mm-hmm. what he wants. You know, he wants to be in absolute control. But so, he's hardly ever like that. Like that dude eats a ton of fucking shots. In yeah. Him, I mean, but uh, I'm just saying like his mindset is yeah different, bro. Like it's interesting, man. There's a video. Of, did you see Jan actually called him out? Who did Jan Blachowicz, dude? Like he was like oh, yeah. you know the Polish, Polish prince against the, you know Czech samurai or something. He called it the sword against the, whatever katana or something. I mean, I mean that, yeah. I, I don't think Jan. I think Jan should honestly be focused on Glover. Yeah, clearly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's already setting the stage for for. A, no, Yuri. A, Yuri's going to get a title fight, and he's like, oh, what, yeah. what is he two and zero in the UFC now? Like. Yeah, two and zero. Yeah, I mean, I mean, man, what a quick rise that have, was. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, and, it was just insane. You can't say that he doesn't deserve it, right? No, I mean, it's, it's, it's nice because Jan's older, Glover is older. Uh, Yuri comes in at twenty eight. He's sort of that new blood, man. That freshens up the light heavyweight division. It makes it super exciting. Like, I'm really, I'm, I'm a believer in this kid, man. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, the, he 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 ignited a spark in in the UFC's light heavyweight division. Like now, people like, are like super fucking it. jazzed about yeah, it. Yeah, and well, they need yeah. it. Listen, dude, I think that spark is so big, it may bring Jones back. But there's a potential for that. I think. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because I mean that why I mean I feel like that's why Jones left to begin with. Like, I don't like him as a fighter, but he he's cleaned out the light heavyweight division. I mean, nobody's even really come close. You know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, think I know Jones guys have, have a hell of a time. Guys have taken him to decisions and stuff, but I mean, like, it's it's. I feel like when aside from the Matt uh, Hamill incident or whatever, like, no one's ever really had him in trouble. I don't feel like you know. Who Jones? Yeah. No, man, like his his last, you know, Reyes beat him as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, that, I mean, I, yeah, I definitely feel like, okay, that would be the one fight that if I have the, fir- the first you go Gustafson back and look fight. at, that was a good fight, but I, I personally feel like Jones did win that one. No, I thought Jones won it, but um, Gustafson tagged him and took him down. And yeah, I mean, it was yeah, an no, extremely yeah, competitive I mean, back and forth fight. Yeah, I just didn't feel like he was like, like in like super hot water. Like, meaning like, meaning like he didn't have, you know, he wasn't put in any positions where it looked like no, he had yeah, nothing, you know, that's, I get, that's I I guess what, what I'm trying to say. So, but, and I'm not saying that this Yuri guy can do it, but what I am saying is like he's dynamic and awkward and it could get weird, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. if, if Yan beats Glover and Yuri beats Yan and becomes the champion, like that dude's going to be a fucking superstar. Yeah, people and people I think are going to call for Jones to come back to the light heavyweight division. I don't know like, if Jones is going to be able to like. It's going to take him time, man, because he is fucking thick right now. Well, yeah, yeah, fuck, dude. I mean, he's running twenty miles an hour at two hundred fifty plus pounds, and he wants to be bigger. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's a big boy. Dude, that fucking knockout, that spinning elbow knockout that Yuri landed. Was that? Did like, you even see it coming? Like I, I mean, and if I, I've watched it back in slow mo, like it was, he set it up. Like it was, you know, it wasn't like usually when you see those crazy ass spinning back elbow type stuff, it's like just sort of this really wonky, wild shot. Like I feel like he, he that was inten- that was highly intentional. Like that. I don't you know. know. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I mean, it was it was a chaotic moment. Like Dominic was was against the fence, and they were both trading. And, and like, from my from my memory, like Yuri kind of slipped to the left, and then there was just an opening for for him to just throw that fucking reverse elbow. Uh, I don't but, I don't know if he like planned on it, but he saw the opening and knew yeah. I was in. He was in a in an advantageous position to do some damage. And dude. He slept that kid bad. Like it was. Yeah, that was. A f- I mean, it was brutal. Like he was, was gone. A, a brutal, violent. Yeah. Like the the Usman Masvidal knockout was was violent, but this, I think, yeah. was a level above. Yeah. I mean, there was there's a still shot going around of like the elbow landing, like at the point of impact. It's brutal. And you see, like, Reyes's face like pushed upwards and like yeah. ballooned out and just swollen and uh, right. I mean, the he's, elbow. He's a horror the- f- the elbow is the hardest point on the human body, isn't it? I think. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I mean, it only takes a little bit of pressure to pop it out, but as far as like the the hardness of it, it's it's pretty hard. Yeah, I won't won't be shocked if if uh, if that was if that was true. That was devastating, so, dude. I I saw I saw I saw a very interesting Instagram post though, where it's like Dominic Reyes and he fades into Luke Rockhold. <laughs> like that's, that's it's, cruel it's semi ish comparable though you know i think dominic gets is going to get a lot of flack because now he's he's lost three fights but if you look at it like okay he lost the jones fight officially but he won that one yeah and then 
you know, he fought Jan, who's the champion. There's no shame in losing a fucking yeah. fight to a guy like that. And then, you know, he loses to uh, to an up and comer who it's you know, I don't I don't think it sets him well, back. Yeah, Yuri Yuri is at obviously a level above other up and comers, right? Like he yes. he's clearly um put the work in man to get himself to where he is and i like reyes i like him a lot i just i just thought that post was funny i mean we've seen we've seen plenty of fighters recover from three fight losing skids most notably and recently is cody garbrandt you know i mean and he got finished in all three of his losses yeah to drug cheats but yeah well Well, regardless i mean he's he got you know he got stopped and then he comes back and and knocks out a sunset with you know a ko of the year contender so i don't uh I'm not worried for Dominic. I think he can. Uh, I think he can bounce back, and I expect him to to do that. Yeah, I was like, you know, I love the Giga and Cub were like highly respectful of one another about it. It wasn't like a, a weird thing. Reyes, now that he's recovered, has come out was highly respectful about it. Yuri mm-hmm. was highly respectful about it. I love that. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, some of these guys come in with ill will, and when they finish a dude, I get it. You know, it's gonna be. Like haha, you know, I I beat your ass or whatever. But when it sure. when it is respectful like that, and it's it's more of the sort of what I would say like pure martial arts kind of respect for each other. Yeah, um, it's good. It's good for the sport. Yeah, it is. I, I mean, like it. you know, it's a happy ending to uh, to an extremely violent situation. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Um, yeah, I wonder. I, like I wonder though. You got to ask yourself like, wh- who does who who would Reyes fight next? Obviously, it would be on like a medical expense suspension, I'm sure, for a while. Cause yeah, he's gonna be, you know, so right now, nasty, you know, the rankings came out and Yuri's number two. Um, Alexander, uh, what's his name? Ratkick, Ratchik is that'd be a good number fight. three. And then you've got Tiago Santos at number four and Dominic at number five. So there's, there's plenty of fights for him. The scary thing is, though, like the top of the division and light heavyweight, those guys are heavy fucking hitters, you know? Yeah. And, Reyes needs to be extremely careful moving forward because I, you know, I, you lose a fight like that. Um, there's no telling what it can fucking do to you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and the other losses, right? So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Where's I mean, John the, Walker? What happened to that kid? Uh, I don't how far know does he fall? Yeah. He, he should be up there inside top 10. I would think, right? I don't know. Let's let's look at the rankings right now. So light heavyweight, uh, Johnny Walker's number ten. Yeah. Oh, I could. You know what? I could see fucking Dominic fighting a guy like Anthony Smith, Volkan Ozdemir. Uh, I think he definitely needs to fight a guy ranked lower than him. Yeah. And like yeah, him. and sort of the road has to go through him, right? So I mean, not has to, but I mean, it, it's a logical choice for the UFC to do that. Yeah, I, I really like the. Uh, Dominic and Anthony Smith. I think that'd be a really good fight. Yeah. I think it would be. Yeah. Do you think I don't yeah, and I don't think they'll run the Anthony Smith crew fight back either. That crew kid is a uh, oh, yeah. warrior, but I don't think they'll run it back. No, yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, uh, no. They'll move Anthony forward. I, I think that might be I don't know. Might be the next fight, or Anthony might fight Tiago Santos next, maybe. Yeah, the, the only so the so I love that there's like some fresh blood coming into the into the light heavyweight division, but it it's not a clear picture yet, you know, of who who's really going to fight who. I think they've decided that Yuri's going to fight the winner of this 
uh, mm-hmm. Glover Blockowitz fight, but I mean beyond that, you don't you know I don't really know who. Yeah, yeah. It's not like obviously a road outside of like those top three guys. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe they'll make the fight with Volkan because both those guys have been knocked out by Yuri. That'd be fair, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like MMA mathish or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Kind I'm, of. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fan of that, but you know. Tell you what, though, I get I get super excited thinking about a a, a matchup between Jan and Yuri. Oh, me too. Me, me, me too. Like big it's time. A huge, a huge fight. You know, Yuri's. He's just he's I I think I seriously think he can just become a fucking mega superstar. Yeah, I don't know spe- how long it'll last though. Yeah, but there's there is there is something special about him for sure. Yeah. Did you see that fucking video that was um I don't know if it was posted on Twitter or some some social media, but it's it's Yuri like shirtless, like out in the fucking Czech woods. It looks cold as shit out, and he's just like war crying, like like screaming at the top of his lungs. It, it is like the most barbaric war cry I've ever heard in my life. I've I've watched it probably probably like 30 times just in kind of awe it's i'll send it to you it's fucking insane i need to follow this joker he uh i am a fan he didn't have shit for followers on uh on twitter either and now he's over almost to forty he's got 276k on instagram and he's verified yeah i don't know that dude's a stud though yeah so someone said that he's like uh the best and worst of, of Justin Gaethje and Tony Ferguson. Oof. Like he absorbs strikes like Gaethje used to. Yeah. But he fights with that, with that craziness that Tony Ferguson has, which I thought was a, a pretty good comparison. That's fair. I love that fucking hairstyle too. I hope that he was, keeps that. That was interesting. Oh, I think I found it. Oh, he's not shirtless though. No, he's no you just, gotta find the. He's just training in the woods. Yeah, this guy's a fucking character, bro. I'll find I'll find it and send it to you, dude. It's insane, and you have to fucking turn the volume up loud. Yeah, I will. When you listen to it, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Was, this was, dude is unique, man, and and I know he's Eastern European. Like you know, usually there's a bit of a like even Joanna when she came along, like there was still some language stuff, right? So, uh, Unfortunately, that sometimes makes fighters less marketable because their primary audience is almost always going to be in the U.S. To UFC is a U.S.-based organization, but I don't know, man. I think it kind of works think, in his favor. Yeah, it might. It, it sort of adds this layer of intrigue and mystique, Yeah, I guess. You know, I could totally see. Yuri's like the type of guy who's, you know, he spends a, a, the bulk of his adult life competing in mixed martial arts, just fucking murdering people. And then I think like when he retires, he's one of those guys that goes to the woods and becomes like a fucking monk. Yeah. You know, he's one yeah. of those types of dudes. He's got his own YouTube channel, bro. Does he? Yeah. It's on his, it's linked in his bio. That's interesting. Yeah, dude, I got to spend some time following this cat. You're right though. The fucking hair is out of this world. <laughs> he looks like a you know the hair it, he looks like a tie fighter a, a, when they come out i forget exactly what they're called but they wear that you know michelle watterson wears it's like that hoop with the thing on the back yeah. it's almost how it's like sick like special to them it's you know it's almost like that it's like it's the tong po worn kickboxer yeah dude that's exactly what i was right. thinking about. i love that movie yeah probably one of my favorite movies i mean best of the best still 
really does it for me. But the kickboxer two, I think, is way better than the first kickboxer. Oh, dude! Awkward. Kickboxer two is the shit. Awkward no, admission. Man, I may all. not. I may not have ever seen that. Kickboxer two. So. Yeah. It takes, you know, it's obviously after the first one, um, yeah. and it follows David Sloan, who is the youngest brother of the the Sloans. So you had Kurt, and then you had uh, Jean Claude Van Damme's character. What was his fucking name? I don't even remember. Maybe he was Kurt Sloan. I don't know. Um, but then you have I Sasha. He, I think he was or, Kurt. Yeah, he. I think he was Kurt. Um, Look at this nerd now on like eighties, nineties movies, man. No, but then you have fucking David Sloan, who was played by uh, Sasha, Sasha Mitchell, who was like a legitimate like martial artist in the in the eighties. Yeah. Um, and he fucking has to avenge his brothers, you know, both of his brothers' death, and uh, he gets to fight Tang Po and this fucking grueling fucking fight that takes place in this empty boxing ring, and they fucking dip their hands in like you know in glass and shit and and have a Muay Thai fight. It's fucking awesome. That's what they did in the first one, though. Oh yeah, they did. I don't know. It's better. I need I to like check it, it out. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, it's a good one. <clears throat> Do you think the story is Jean Claude Van Damme getting his ass kicked in a bar is true? Probably. I yeah, think it probably I don't, is too. I don't, yeah. I don't really think he can really fight. Right. I mean, maybe. And you know, he can throw fucking kicks, obviously. But he was a fucking gymnast, wasn't he? I probably. I don't know. I mean. Yeah. I don't know if he if he has like legitimate martial arts skills he's just very flexible and uh yeah so like jason statham apparently is like a legitimate badass like the martial arts you see him doing like he's highly highly trained in them where Mm. i'm not so sure that jean claude van damme was he was very much about movie stuff so i mean a good you know a good martial arts actor don't get me wrong he he was in some fucking badass i love all his movies man i always have Yeah. yeah always i love all his movies God damn it, I can't find that fucking video. Scrolling through. I think there was... Wasn't, wasn't I, think, there a, I think if you check his Instagram, it's on his Instagram. I'll find it. Wasn't wasn't there a PKFC recently? I didn't watch it. I kind of avoided that, but... I don't know. All right, so... Oh, yeah, that's right. They, dude, they've been announcing fights all day, though. Um, Diego Sanchez dropped from the Cerrone fight, but they, they got somebody to fill it. Yeah, Alex, Alex Morano. Morano. Yeah. You know, I don't know how that fight's going to shape up. When is that? That's June. Is that early June? What the fucking cowboy fight? Yeah, or is that this weekend? That's this weekend. That's a co-main event. Is it? Yeah. Which again is is surprising. You know why they made um, Marina Rodriguez and Michelle Waterson the the main event when you got marketable guys like Cowboy and you know. Badass. Oh, that's like right. Jeff okay, Daniel so when Daniel. I looked earlier, they didn't have that fight listed. Now it's listed. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So this whole that's a stack card. Yeah, this card was like it was basically TBD and blank. And I'm like, man, maybe they're not even going to do it. All right, we'll we'll talk about that later, then. Yeah. Um, what else was there? I mean, I don't know, dude. That was uh. I, don't know, I think it, we pretty much covered that. The the fucking if if you haven't fucking watched that fight. Reyes and uh, Yuri Prohaska, like, do yourself a favor, man. Just grab a drink and sit down and just enjoy the chaos because that's what it was from start to finish. It was pure fucking chaos. Yeah. Dude got slept hard. Like, yeah, he was down for a while. Yep. Yeah. Uh, did he, re- he never recovered to do the hand raise shit, did he? Nope. He was uh, sitting on the stool, I think, when uh, when that was happening. Yeah, dude, you don't see, but I mean, 
I got you don't see dudes like you don't often see dudes just get completely cleaned out like that, you know? Like that was brutal. So I don't know. Man. Yeah, I mean be... we've had two two weekends back to back, man, where uh where the main event loser literally got slept, you know. Yeah. It's and crazy. you know me, man, I like that. I mean you know, these main event guys a lot of time they're just trying you know, they they're they do have to you know, defend their spot, right? Because it means fighting up and potentially getting a title shot. So they don't always fight hungry like that, man. But I didn't get that sense these last couple of times. I mean, and to have a champion like Usman come out and clear a dude out, that's even more special. But Yuri, I think, obviously, they're hungry often until they get the belt, maybe one or two after they get the belt, and then sometimes they start to coast. I mean, I don't know. Oh, dude, I saw some back and forth. Uh, well, I wouldn't call it back and forth, but, you know, people have been floating the idea that Nurmagomedov would come back and fight St. Pierre. Mm. Probably up at 170. Okay. St. Pierre, Pierre was like, basically said, I'll take the center of the octagon, I'll take him down and beat him up on his back. Like you'd see him flat out on his back for what amounts to probably the first, maybe second time. I think GSP could do it. I don't but, even think but I mean, is it even a point talking about that kind of fight? I don't, I think, I don't Saint, think, no. St. Pierre said in the past, like, I'm not going to dedicate three three months of my life training for just one more fight, you know? Like, he's pretty over it. It'd be a big fucking payday for him, though, right? You think? you think? Oh, yeah, dude. GSP's still a fucking star, man. He's, like, the most revered fucking fighter in MMA history. Everybody fucking loves GSP. I wonder how much he got paid when he came back and beat Bisbee. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he's a draw. I can't imagine he got that much money, though. You're not talking McGregor money. Mm, no, nobody's making McGregor money. Not even even if Nurmagomedov came back, I don't think he's making McGregor money. I bet you Khabib wasn't too far off. You think? From making, yeah, I mean, dude, he had. I mean, he had the entire fucking. He had all of Russia like behind him people fucking tuning into him. Mm, yeah. I, don't, I just, I don't know, man. Somebody said, uh, one of the MMA, MMA uncensored or something was saying like McGregor apparently gets around 15 million now just to show up for a fight and a lot of pay-per-view money. I think that's higher than that's probably a gross overestimation, but, um, they're like, they're, you know, they basically said John Jones is nowhere near worth that. And I, I tend to agree. I think DC came out and said like uh, John Jones should get paid more, but he shouldn't make McGregor money. I don't think he rates McGregor money. Does McGregor rate McGregor money? Uh, I think probably because he's such a massive pay-per-view draw, he should make a lot of pay-per-view money. Yeah. But I'm not sure. It should be like insanely lopsided as far as when you just step in the cage. You know, the show money and all that stuff is, is another matter. Yeah. But yeah, I mean he definitely earned his spot. I mean, the guy holds paper, you know, he's he's probably going to be the top 5 pay-per-view holder. You know, ever No, yeah. After, that's only going to last as You know, if he keeps losing though, I mean, that's not going to last, right? Yeah, no, it, I mean it never would that bubble will burst. Um Yeah. And then there I've seen a little back and forth with Zingano and Jones. Where are you on on that one? Do you think that fight happens? I mean, I think it's clear they're going to go with uh the Black Beast, but yeah, I think that'll eventually happen. I, as much as I love Derek Lewis, I think this new version of Ngannou probably beats him. Um, yeah, I think so too. 
and yeah, I, I think you'd be stupid not to not to make that an Nganu Jones fight. But it's going to come down to whether or not Jones will take it. You know, it's going to be a because you know Nganu will. I mean, Nganu will fight, fucking fight anybody in that division. Yeah, I don't think Nganu. I don't think Nganu is afraid. I don't think there's anyone that. You know, obviously he can be beaten, but he can beat anyone too. Yes. Yeah. You know, because he just has something that nobody else has. Yeah. Um, and I I dare say that John Jones is concerned he's gonna catch his first legitimate loss. Well, I think that's why he's wanting the fucking big payday. So if he gets fucking knocked yeah, get, out, get and your he loses fucking head knocked off. I mean, I I understand the logic there, but I don't think he's as big a draw as he as he thinks he is. You know. Yeah, I don't think his pay per view numbers reflect that. Um, but he's definitely, you know, I don't know. I guess people, you know, he's a popular fighter, extremely popular. Uh, I can't remember the last time I was excited though to hear John Jones was fighting. To be honest, I was excited for the Reyes fight just for the simple fact that I I lost thought, Jones. I think around the Gustafson stuff. Yeah. And then the whole drama with DC he was on again, off again, and then he was blowing coke, then he had felonies and all this, you know, whatever. I mean, you just get tired of that, dude. Yeah. I was never excited to see DC fight at light heavyweight either. So, I mean, it is what it is, but I don't know, man. I like the back and forth and stuff, like trying to promote or sell the fight. But, yeah, I think, honestly, I think Ngannou would go in there and fucking clean him out. Again, octagon size would matter there, though, I think. Oh, that that's that's a fight they they would not do at the fucking apex. That would be in a fucking massive arena somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it would have to be. I don't know, you know, like Johnny Bones. I I feel like uh, that'd be. What do you think? That'd be like a Madison Square Garden type thing. It's, you know, something similar. That's big enough, I, right? I mean, it's a fucking heavyweight championship fight between arguably the scariest heavyweight of all time and you know what people believe is the greatest light heavyweight of all time yeah um oh hey if you want to see a cool uh training picture look up Joanna's instagram she may have put it on twitter but she fucking brutalized her shin dude did you hear that the fuck was that that was fucking Yuri's fucking scream. I'm gonna send it to you real quick. I found it. He's, he's like, <laughs> Dude, it's fuck, it, it's like a fucking check bear in the woods. Or what? It is. It is. So when I first heard it, I didn't have the volume on, and I was like, "Oh, you know, that's cool." And then I turned the volume on, and my kid was was right next to me, and I scared, scared the shit, shit out. Of him? Out. I scared Jeez, the fucking dude. shit out of him. That's funny. Ish. All right, I sent it to you over uh, Messenger. There it is. Shit, I'm gonna. It's gonna force me to log into Twitter. I haven't logged in. Yeah, I haven't logged in. Probably. I'll, I'll I'll watch it here in a bit. All right, man. What do we? So, what do we got coming up? We got a PFL. So we're recording this as of Tuesday night. We'll put the audio out. You know, probably tonight or Wednesday morning. Thursday night starts PFL. Excited about that. Uh, it looks like a really good lineup. Uh, Bellator MMA on Friday. Patchy Mix is getting back in the octagon or whatever the fuck Bellator fights in was a circle. I don't, I haven't looked. Have they replaced anybody for Rumble? Yeah, they did. It's um, uh, Jose Augusto, seven and two out of Brazil, seven and two record fighting out of Brazil. Interesting, but I feel bad for that kid. <laughs> and then it's, we got a, uh, and then we got another crazy card on Saturday, man. I look forward to breaking all this down with you here coming up again. 
Yeah. Um, I'm pretty pumped for the PFL. Kayla Harrison returns. Um, and then the main event, um, you know, former UFC champ Fabrizio Verdum fighting, uh, I think, what's his name? Henan, Henan Ferrero. Yeah. Who I, I believe is making his uh, PFL debut. Six and two is a pro. Dude, I got dude. PFL is shaping up to be uh, something to be paying attention to, man, for sure. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, we talked about it last time. Like, I think the production value is really, really well for like a. It's better than one. It's better. It's definitely better than one. I need to go back and watch that last PFL card, though, to be honest. It's, it's such a well, that. it's such a well, like their lighting is, it's so important in, in sports and PFL, they, man, they just, they haven't figured out like yep. some of the shit like they have, like I, I could care less about, like, I think they fucking measure how fast a fighter throws a punch. Um, which to me, you know, I mean, I don't really pay attention to that stuff. Um, yeah. but it's cool that they, you know, I guess it's cool that they include it. Uh, yeah, I don't know the, you know, I think th- is this fucking heavyweight fight, um, part of like the, the heavyweight tournament, the Verdum Ferreira fight. See, that's something I gotta, I gotta educate myself on is like how they structure it because I know, you know, it's a, it's a league, right. And there's a million at stake. Is it a million per division? I'm guessing. Yeah. 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 That's interesting that, a uh, what arguably was a smaller promotion is able to put on that kind of payout for tournament style stuff. I mean, they beat a lot of people to the punch on ESPN. So I'm what wondering if there's ESPN money there, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that they pay a whole lot, a whole lot to the actual, to the fighters that, you know, compete and don't win. So like, yeah, you know, you, you enter the tournament, you have a chance to win a million dollars, but if you don't win, you get paid, I don't know, 10 grand or something like that. Yeah. So the last time I talked to Kyle Stewart on a podcast, he was mentioning like, man, I'm hoping that I get a call from Bellator or possibly PFL. I don't know if you paid attention like recently I thought, you know, we're friends on Facebook or whatever. He posted a video. He had to have his, uh, a retina surgery. And he, but he, yeah. he was like about 90% healed and, uh, he went to, they got a call to be back on the ultimate fighter and they, they wouldn't let him do it. Yeah. I'll see if I can get him on here. Pretty fucked know, up considering he packed up all of his shit and, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know where, I don't know where he's at as far as wanting to talk about this stuff, but you know, because he's coming off a loss too. So yeah, I like it when guys, uh, come off losses and still catch, um, opportunities like that because I, th- I think it makes them hungrier going in they got to take advantage of that you know you know what's interesting about this pfl card what's that kamaru usman's younger brother okay so i saw fighting. yeah so i saw Us- usman's name there and i wasn't sure if you know that was a popular nigerian name or if they are brothers so yeah they're brothers glad you verified he's a, that. he's a little brother but he's 250 pounds and looks mean as shit oh really he's a big boy yeah huh? yeah dude Us- yep. Us- usman's big though Camaro, I mean, uh, he definitely, I'm sure he walks around. What is he? He fights at 170. Sure, he walks 190, almost 200 pounds, probably. Probably, yeah. I mean, he's, you know, he's a big dude and he's, yep. he's fucking ripped at 170. So, um, man, that's exciting. There's some good fighters over there. Dare I say, maybe even as good or better than Bellator. Bellator's got a couple bigger names, I think, in the end, but, you know, I think the PFL cards can stack up against the Bellator cards for the most part with the exception of probably some of the main events, but sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know PFL's entire roster, but from what I've seen, just seen just in the last couple of weeks, I mean, yeah, that's they a big name. They've, they've gone in there and got a couple of good fighters. So 
They do. And like, you know, we've, I've said this before, like, it seems like every fucking Bellator event, there's always some, some fuckery that goes down, something yeah. weird, something that's just like, oh my God, typical fucking Bellator. But uh, I haven't, I haven't seen that with PFL. I feel like their, their entire operation runs smoother for whatever reason. Well, we'll, you know, we'll have a nice side by side comparison for three straight days. Yeah. Yep. That's true. So, we will. Man, what a fucking time to be an MMA fan, bro. There's a lot of fucking fights though. There's a Croatian dude fighting on PFL. Love me some Croatians. I miss Krokop so bad. Ant Ante Delizia, seventeen and three is a pro. He kind of looks like Krokop. I fucking miss Krokop so much. You know, the sad part is like uh, Krokop was actually pretty old when he got into MMA. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he, you know, he had already had a ridiculously long kickboxing, kickboxing. career. So yeah. I mean, it's like you wonder if you would have transitioned sooner, man, can you believe a guy like Wanderlei Silva fought him basically like in his prime MMA time? And it was an absolute stand up war. Vanderlei weighed, weighed more than Krokop the night of the fight too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, just, I, if I remember right, Krokop was like sitting around somewhere around like two fifteen or two twenty or something that night. Right. Yeah. I think, I think he was uh oh, God damn it. Yeah. I think it was around two twenty. Yeah. And, and I don't I don't remember what I don't remember what Pride's equivalent to the light heavyweight was, but it wasn't necessarily spot on two oh five. And they didn't give a fuck if fighters miss weight. <laughs> you know, like or were loaded on roids, so it's the wild west of mixed martial arts. Yeah. That's Days right. Days long gone. Love me some pride. All right, my man. <clears throat> Dude we may have to add an extra episode this week. I mean, there's so much. There is. I'm gonna so I'm gonna go back and watch some PFL and do some research, and then that way I can speak a little better on some of the fighters. So we got we'll, this next episode. We'll talk PFL, uh, Bellator, because I'm I'm still really excited about that light heavyweight tournament. I like Rumble probably to move on, but it gets intriguing after that, and then obviously just another out of out of your mind UFC free ESPN Plus card. It's gonna be great. So we'll, uh, this dude we'll, that Rumble's fighting, man, he looks he looks pretty good. Yeah, got uh, yeah a nice uh, variety of uh, finishes on his record, uh, submissions and uh, some knockouts too. Like it. He just fucking fought. He fought in April. Okay, so he's obviously filling in on short notice. Oh yeah, yep, yep. But he's fighting a Rumble who hasn't fought in what? How many years? He still looks great though. Yeah, I haven't, physically I haven't by appearance looks great. I haven't seen yeah. a lot of training videos. I would imagine over four years though, you're going to slow down a little bit. So yeah, and he's thirty. You know, he's thirty-seven years to old. To me though, that. that's what that's what's so intriguing about it. You know, is I, I like it. I think Rumble left the sport maybe a little earlier than he should have, and then it's nice to see him coming back. And I've always liked him. Yeah, I wonder what his motivation was in leaving. I never. Uh, from what I gather though, he he definitely had some business ventures. Um, take off from. Oh. On you know I've seen I follow him on social media. He's into the CBD and some other stuff, and you know obviously they didn't work out. Is that why he's coming back? Well, I'm not what? saying that they didn't work out. I just think he was focused on some of that. You know he does like mm. uh, uh, he does fucking bulldogs like French bulldogs, kind of like Cody No Love. He breeds pits. So oh. some of these guys, you know, they set up kennels or whatever, and they you know it's a cool way for them to use their name to become a breeder. I guess hopefully they do it right. I don't know. I'd have to look into it, but yeah. Yeah. All right, my man. Thanks for thanks for jumping on again. I uh, I'm just really excited for this, dude. Like Thursday can't come soon enough. 